welcome to our final countdown to eternity of 2022. Today, pastors James Gaddis and Don Stewart look back on some of the most important prophecy headlines of 2022. Quite a bit has occurred, to put it mildly. Buckle up, it's going to be a wild ride. Here's James and Don with their year-end review. Well, hello, my dear brothers and sisters. We have a new year coming and a happy new year it will be because we have the hope of Christ. And we want to welcome you to another episode of Countdown to Eternity. I am with the great Don Stewart. And folks, this is the last Countdown to Eternity broadcast of the year. And I am so excited to bring you a very special edition. So Don, how are you doing? And maybe you could talk about this new edition or this special edition of Countdown Eternity that we're doing. Sure. I'm doing fine, James. Uh, it's amazing here. We're at the end of 2022. And by God's grace, I'm still alive. You know, I'm thankful for that. And, um, and, you know, I'm really thankful for that. Thankful for the prayers. Thankful for you, these programs we do together, the support of the people. So looking back on the year, it's been quite the year because a year ago, I was less than three weeks into a recovering from quadruple bypass surgery. So it's been quite a, uh, a year since then. So I'm very thankful to be alive, thankful to be in good health, and thankful to be able to do a program like this with you. Oh, bro, me too. I, I am super honored, and it's a blessing. And this is going to be a spectacular program because we are going to talk about some of the most significant stories of the year as they relate to Bible prophecy and, of course, the significance to the biblical narrative. Now, I think everything that happens in this world is significant in one way or another to the biblical narrative, uh, because that is our biblical worldview. But there are some stories that are some doozies. So let's, let's get right into it, Don. Sounds good. As We're going to look back and look forward. One of the things that's happening much faster than I thought, James, and I'd sure like your comment on this, is the push for digital currency where all financial transactions will be able to be monitored. Now, again, this is very important because it's going to be able to fulfill something that was predicted long ago, Revelation chapter 13, that no one could buy or sell without a particular mark on their right hand or forehead. And I have quotations from commentators, you know, from the 19th century thinking, well, how can this be? You know, how can you monitor transactions with people? You know, um, in fact, even a decade or so ago, we couldn't even imagine how that could be true. But isn't it amazing? We've done some of these stories, James, first and foremost, how digital currency is actually coming at us, it seemingly, at a warp speed. Yeah. And, uh, bro, when we ask the question, how in the world will it happen? Uh, I might as well do something that I have done recently on this show, but is worthwhile uh, doing again. And that is to play a video yes. of an international central banker who is actually telling us exactly how he's going to accomplish this Let's and how the fact that they are accomplishing it. And he's even going to nuance things and explain why it's important for them to get rid of cash. Listen to this. It's about 30 seconds. It's very compelling. And I want to encourage you while I play this, uh, for those of you that are actually watching and not listening on the radio, you need to look at how he looks down at his prepared statement during certain parts, right? And the parts that he looks down is really significant. And um, uh, I'll explain that after for the sake of those who are listening on the radio. But take a listen to what this guy says. Now, in all our analysis on CBDC, in particular for the use of general, to the general use, uh, we tend to establish the equivalence with cash. Uh, and there is a huge difference there. 
Uh, for example, in cash, uh, we don't know, for example, who's using a $100 bill today. We don't know who is using a 1,000 peso bill today. Uh, a key difference in, with the CBDC is that central bank will have absolute control on the rules and regulations. I'm going to replay this portion again, but for the benefit of those that are listening on the radio, when he talks about the central bank and he starts to say, will have, he looks down at his prepared statement and begins to read absolute control. That, those are exact words that they are formulating in the central bank. And I just want you to be aware of that. Okay. For those of you on our radio audience, that's actually listening. Let's go back to it. We'll have absolute control on the rules and regulations that will determine the use of that uh, expression of central bank liability. And also we will have the technology to enforce that. And that's scary, Don. We, we, will, we will have absolute control. And we will have the technology to enforce it. Translation, we'll have the technology to enforce the mark of the beast. Exactly. <laughs> That's really what we're going to. And that, I think you are correct in bringing that as one of the top stories of the year. Yeah, I think so. Because, again, it's been talked about for a number of years, but it's getting more and more pronounced. And you've had... Uh, We've done this headline before in Countdown to Eternity. The UK prepares to introduce a digital pound. We've seen this, the central bankster admits they plan to control the US with the digital currency. And the coming central bank digital system is the end of money as we know it. Now, as we talked about before, their worry is people are going to make financial transactions without them knowing it. Now, of course, our immediate question is, why is it any of your business or how I spend my money or how someone spends their money buying something from me? But evidently, they think it is. And James, this is one of the overriding themes here as we look at the time of the end. And that's what the, the Bible you know, emphasizes, and that is control. It'll eventually be control by the final Antichrist and the false prophet. But we're getting to the place where people now in their minds are ex seemingly expected to allow the government, the authorities, the powers that be to control them. That is such a great story. And you know, Don, um, uh, this is what I'm calling one of the top stories of the year. Um, I've already been preparing for it. That's why I was so quick to be able to pull this video um, because I think it is one of the most significant stories. And I'm going to be doing that. I'm going to be going over it in my prophecy update that I'm doing uh, Saturday night, uh, New Year's Eve. Oh, wonderful. Um, and I think, it's, uh, I think that's a very important thing. And folks, I want to stop for just a second to encourage you. If you live in the Southern California area, make sure you are there for the prophecy update that I'm doing Saturday evening. But more importantly, and I really am going to say this, you need to go to Calvary Chapel East Anaheim to watch the great Don Stewart live give you a more in-depth analysis of these top stories. I doubt we're going to get through all 10 of his top stories, but um, you're not going to want to miss out on this broadcast. And uh, also, being that we are at the end of the year, I want to just specifically thank you guys for supporting the work of Educating Our World and Don Stewart. And you can continue to do that at educatingourworld.com. Um, and I thought it'd be a good moment to mention that because this is going to be a spectacular study. And you know what, Don? I'm going to watch it. I can't wait. Uh, I'm going to hold on to it. And that will be my uh, New Year's midday because uh, <laughs> I'll be teaching. But I cannot wait to see it. And I think you're going to do a spectacular job with it. I really do. Well, thank you, James. What we're going to do, actually, it's at Calvary Chapel East Anaheim. There are two services, so I'm going to let them know that uh, pray for me. I can get through both of them because I haven't done I haven't done a service yeah. a Sunday morning since November of 
the year, not the last year, well, no, a year ago, November, uh, after, before I had the, uh, the heart attack. And the, and so uh, I don't know right now, I'm going to probably tell them I, once I do the first service, I'm going to probably just, can I sit someplace and get enough strength to do the second one right. rather than mingle with people? I don't know how much strength I'm going to have. mingle with people, bro. You do that and you're not going to have the energy to do your second service. That, that's, that's what I thought. And so, um, the good news is now I've got the whole thing is is going to be written out and it'll be posted also on our website, educating our world. And so not only you can watch it, the stuff I don't get to, the 10, I call it the top 10 stories, top 10 uh, stories of Bible pro prophecy we should follow in 2023. So it's the top 10 Bible prophecy stories we should follow in uh, 2023, looking back and looking forward. So anyway, one of them uh, is this digital currency one, which I think is tremendous. Another one here too, now James probably is reading my mind here. And that is Russia's influence in the Middle East. <laughs> yeah, they have to be powerful enough. And this is very important to lead a last days coalition of nations. Now, it's not only they exist in the last days, it's not only they're powerful. But James, one of the stories here, I think a lot of people miss, we've talked about it. They have to be powerful enough, not only to invade Israel, but to lead a coalition of nations to have some type of sway over the nations in the region, whether they be able to do something like this. Yeah, this is a significant one, and especially uh, being on the heels of this last week, mm. or earlier this week, wa watching uh, Zelensky warmongering uh, while at the White House and addressing Congress. It's amazing because I think most Americans are sort of not really, well, not most, but a lot of Americans are sort of not really paying attention to this, but they should pay very close attention because the United States is making an investment in an absolutely losing war, and it's going to go to continuing to make the United States inconsequential. Now, the narrative of the inconsequentiality of the United States is one that is very real, because in the Bible, we do not see them as being consequential in Bible prophecy, and I think this will contribute to it. When we're beginning to say we're going to give, you know, or potentially considering a billion dollar uh, times 40 again, right? a $40 billion and a trillion dollar potential contribution to rebuilding uh, Ukraine when Ukraine is going to lose. Uh, I, I, listen, uh, you know, and then when you look at the address, they worshiped him like a God, right? And not once did he call for a peaceful new year. As a matter of fact, at the end of his address, he said, and I wish you a victorious new year. Now, when we're talking about victorious, we're not talking about Romans chapter eight victorious. We're talking about warmongering victorious. And it is very interesting. Yeah. And um, let me ask you something along that line, because what's so odd, why are the Democrats and the Rhino Republicans so in favor of this? Nancy Pelosi called him uh, Churchillian in his speech. Uh, Mitch McConnell's falling all over himself. So this is the most important issue in the United States today for the U.S. to support Ukraine. Why are, why are they doing something like this? Yeah. So um, I think they're doing something like this because, as I mentioned in our live show uh, last week, it has not, it, it is no longer Democrat versus Republican. It is uh, not even really an issue of uh, my view versus your view, or my idea is better versus your idea is better, or I'm standing on principle. This is an issue of good and evil. It's always been a battle of good and evil, but to, to articulate it a little down, a little further down, to drill down on it, 
This is an issue of establishment versus non-establishment. And the establishment is totalitarian in nature, whether or not anybody wants to admit it, Republican, Democrat, you name it, they are seeking to destroy our nation. And um, they're doing a great job. I think it's going to happen. And this uh, issue with uh, Ukraine is a very fast track way of doing it. People don't forget the, the, the fact, and this is an important one, that Ukraine has been totalitarian in nature for years, right? Zelensky, in the name of this war or attack, has completely shut the media down and even has arrested the media. So uh, let, let's just be real about what things are and call it for what it is. And that's, that's what I say is happening here. Yeah, and it's hand in hand, and you mentioned the one that goes hand in hand with this is the lack of superpower status of the United States. When we read Ezekiel 38, 39, there's no fear from Russia at all to invade Israel. And every year this gets easier and easier because what it's doing, it's draining the U.S. financially, number one, of, of funds. And, a, and a, you know, it reminds me of, in, in, you know, times 100 of the Vietnam War, what that did with, with human beings, with life and that. At least we're not sacrificing Americans over there. But it's, it's the influence, the lack of influence the United States has, the lack of superpower status, which if you think about it, James, how quickly this has dropped from just a few years ago uh, when we were talking about this, when the United States was at its zenith before the virus hit, uh, I mean, it was, even the Democrats were saying, uh, we're going to have four more years of Donald Trump. Nothing can stop this, you know, this freight trade. But then all of a sudden, everything happened. And uh, Joe Biden's now president. We've seen what he's done in uh, two years. And so you can imagine what's going to happen in the next couple of years. But the, these two go hand in hand. So the, the upping of the influence in Russia, the lack of the United States. But see, here's the thing. And this is what I'm going to go through with all 10 of these. This is something that the Bible assumes to be true. And this one in particular, because if Russia is going to be the influencer, can put a coalition together in the Middle East, that means the United States isn't the player at all, because that would not happen if the U.S. And it did, wouldn't happen, you know, before 2020. But now all bets are off. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I mean, look, you can't, you cannot take the words out of my mouth. And when you look at what's going on with the gay and lesbian agenda, the move for abortion, yep. uh, the, uh, gay marriage issue, we're America's done. I mean, yep. we're, we are falling apart. So yes, absolutely. Yeah. So we've, we've got that going on. So these stories are, are, are huge. And, the, the thing about these three that I've mentioned, the digital currency, Russia's influence, the United States' lack of superpower status, they've been there with us for a while. But this is going at warp speed when we see Russia moving up in the area and the U.S. going down. I mean, a couple of years ago, uh, Russia was just a, a lackey in the Middle East and the U.S. was powerful. You know, we could we could make the call and uh, the leaders would be fearful of us with respect to our military. Not true anymore. Yeah, yeah, amen to that. Um, okay, what's next? Okay, the next one here is one that, um, I mean, all of these are heartbreaking, but this one here is one's been predicted by Scripture, and particularly with our Western culture, it's the attack on the family and forbidding of marriage. As Paul told Timothy, it's going to happen in the last days, and believe it or not, people are actually uh, coming into the mainstream and talking about that now. And so something the Scripture predicted, something of probably we thought our wildest, come on, forbidding marriage, attack, you know, uh, this, is, this is one of the institutions God founded in, the, in Eden, the family, husband, wife, children. 
But now at the time of the end, we've got that push just to make marriage a thing of the past. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And again, um, I believe that when God judges a nation, he judges that nation by giving them what they want. Um, And so we should not be surprised by any of this. So amen to that, bro. Amen to that. Yeah. And and there's a lot that's going on in this. And so we're going to just have to... um, you know, keep our eyes on on this, but it's just really, really sad to, to see this sort of thing take place uh, right in front of our very eyes. Uh, the family, and you know, like you're a new father again, uh, yeah. with a and a proud father. Uh, tell tell these this audience the story though about the um, you know registering that the health for uh, your son uh, with your wife and that because that that deserves to be said. This is a great example, right? So yep. my precious son uh, was uh, born. Uh, we went to Texas to go get him. What a beautiful thing. Uh, obviously, we he's adopted. And um, we, of course, needed to get all the insurance scored away. The day he was born, I made sure that all that was done. And so as we added him or confirmed that he was added to the insurance, I actually uh, went to go get permission. You have to do this. It's a technical thing where you have to ask for uh, uh, add him onto my app so that I can manage his uh, healthcare stuff. I do the same thing for Nicole. And when I asked for Nicole's, it was easy. They gave it to me. It wasn't as easy as it was for my son. I mean, it, it, Nicole's was a lot easier than it was for my son. And it gave me 50 years. You got 50 years to manage your health program. And then you've got to renew permission. Well, when I did it for my son, They only gave me 12 years of permission. Why? Because in their totalitarian view at 12 years old, he belongs to the state and he can make his own decision. Well, over my dead body. And I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that, but that's a direction that they're going in, right? The exploitation of children. And I think that's where we need men to stand up for their families and not let that kind of thing happen. But again, it's a, it is undoubtedly another sign that things are going in a very, very dark uh, direction. Yeah, and who just a few years ago, James? Who would have thunk something like this? That's what's so amazing—that the speed this is happening. Right. Yeah. No one ever did. I mean, look, if if you had told me that something like this would happen and that the mainstream would deem that as being acceptable, I would say absolutely no way. I would say that's a that's a farce. There's there is no way that something like this would ever be allowed by Americans or anybody else in the world. And now it's not only not being not only is it being allowed, but it's adding to the I mean, people are getting in line to do it. It's like the same thing with the Mark of the Beast. You know, you you would think no one would would be open (laughs) to something like that. But with all the things that have happened recently with people being forced into medical decisions and so on and so forth, people are standing in line to do this nonsense. It's crazy. Yeah, you know, it's funny you say that. I did a talk a number of years ago, many years ago now, 20-odd years ago, to a YMCA group, Young Men's Christian Association. I don't think there's a Christian, and they're leaders. I don't think there's a Christian in the bunch. No. It, it was sad. But I gave a presentation of the evidence for the Christian faith, and this really opened my eyes, James, because I gave the presentation, the evidence that was there, and I, I opened it up for questions. And it was interesting. We had probably 20, 25 minutes of questions. Not one person wanted to deal with the evidence. They're saying, well, if I were God, I wouldn't do it this way. You know, if I, that was all they ever said. It's almost like they're blind to seeing the, the truth. And this is, again, like you said, same with the mark of the beast. You can warn them. You can say this. You can say that. And they'll, they'll be warned, actually, according to Revelation 14, 6, by an angel preaching the everlasting gospel at that time by the two witnesses, the 144,000. But people still won't listen because their hearts are evil. 
Yeah, amen to that, bro. Don, you're not going to believe this, but we literally have about three more minutes left, uh, close to four. Whoa. So why don't we come up with the next one that you think is perhaps the most significant? I will. And, uh, and then we'll. I'm going to leave you to just close it off for us, and then uh, I'll do our outro. Okay. I'll, what you, well, this is the one that's going to be my last one. If I, I was saving this to last. It's number 10. We live in a day where they call evil good, good evil, and hate that which is good. So the scripture warns us of Isaiah 520, about Judah, they were calling evil good, uh, good evil. Then Paul says at the time of the end, they're going to actually hate that which is good. And we've got example after example after example, James, of what we see is today, if you try and stand up and say for what's right, what's even scientific, you know, there's only two genders, men and women. Oh, that's hate speech, you know, for saying that. But wait a minute. Aren't there double X chromosomes and XY chromosomes? Uh, didn't I thought that was separates us? Well, yeah, but that it's you know it's whoever you perceive yourself to be, or you know think you are. And I guess now it's probably going to go up to age twelve. It's it's a, we just had a story in Scotland, age sixteen and over, you can declare yourself whatever sex you want to be, and no one can stop you. Your parents can't even stop you on doing something like that, and so. Things that the Bible has established in the beginning, like the family, one of the things we didn't get into, which will be one of the other topics, is borders, and God has ordained borders of countries, sovereign countries, where now that's going to be a, supposedly a thing of the past. So we see these things happening, not only at record speed, but all of them, and here's, here's all 10 of them, all of them have been predicted, and yet none of them are likely to happen. They're all seemingly unlikely. In other words, if you didn't have the prediction, you never would have guessed any of these things would ever happen in our world um, to this to this extent, to this degree. So James, what we're seeing here is a world that's quickly moving towards the time of the end. And again, we're not date setters. We don't know when it's going to be, but we know the stage is set and we know it's got to be incremental anyway for people to be able to accept all this stuff. But I guess the thing that hits me about all of these things that we've mentioned, the other things I'll be talking about, how quickly, how quickly they become apparent to the world and how blind people are to seeing the truth. Second Corinthians 4, 3 and 4 says, if our gospel's hid, it's hid to those who are perishing, who the God of this age has blinded the minds of their eyes, lest they should see the glorious light of the gospel of Christ, who is the image of God. There's a satanic blindfold over the eyes of people today, which they're just walking, you know, literally like walking the plank on a blindfold or walking off a cliff without even understanding what they're doing, where they're at. And so, James, as we go into 2023, we know what's going to be in the future. It's going to be tough. It's not going to be easy. But God has warned us ahead of time. And we see all these things falling into place, which proves the fact that Jesus Christ is Lord, the gospel is true, and we are believing the right thing. Amen and amen, bro. And that is such a great way to end the show. Uh, it is perfectly uh, well put. Uh, I We really do wish that you guys have had an absolutely wonderful Christmas. As we approach the new year, remember the same thing that we've been saying, and that is Jesus is the reason for the season. As every day goes by, we get closer and closer to what we know is coming for us, and we are excited about that. God has made us more than conquerors. We find victory and hope in the Lord. And so, folks, we are blessed to be able to proclaim that to you. With every negative thing we talked about, we know that that is a sign of something far greater that's coming that will last through the ages, and we are excited about that. So on behalf of the great Don Stewart, may God richly bless you. We hope that you richly enjoyed this time uh, as much as we've enjoyed making it. Um, 
It's been a blessing. We love you guys and uh, very honored to bring to you the last broadcast of the year. God bless you and looking forward to many more years of counting down to eternity until the Lord comes. We love you guys. Once again, we're so grateful. God richly bless you. Looking back and looking forward, you've been listening to Pastors James Cadiz and Don Stewart on Countdown to Eternity. They've been recalling some of the most significant stories of the past year. Hear it again when you visit us at CountdownToEternity.com. That's Countdown, the number two, Eternity.com. Or listen wherever you like to get your favorite podcasts. Have you visited EducatingOurWorld.com lately? There you can download and read Don Stewart's new book, 40 Common Mistakes About Last Day's Bible Prophecy Cleared Up. That's a free download. There you can also watch Breaking News Live, Monday and Tuesday mornings at 11 Pacific. He also answers your Bible questions live along with Pastor James on EducatingOurWorld.com. Pastor James goes online virtually every day of the week. Look for James Cadiz on Facebook, Rumble, and Instagram. And subscribe to the Calvary Chapel Signal Hill channel on YouTube and start getting daily prophecy updates for this new year. If you appreciate this ministry and want to see it continue in 2023, please pray for us. And as you're able, we'd appreciate your financial support. Donate to the ministry at CountdownToEternity.com and you can also donate to Don's ministry by visiting EducatingOurWorld.com. We look forward to sharing many more prophecy updates until the Lord gathers the church to be with Him. So join us each week right here as together we count down to eternity. This program is brought to you by Calvary Chapel Signal Hill.